Press play. Curtain of an hour in. It's time to take spin. The shade and tea to spill. Ooh, drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got nom? They option now. Oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we talk to today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. 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 Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, love, and life in New, New York, York City. City. I am Connor McDowell. And I am Dylan McDowell. We are your podcast hosts for Drama. Welcome back. Thank you to anyone who has tuned in the first couple of weeks. We are having the time of our lives Yes. Here. And this is like our unofficial Thanksgiving episode. Yes, so we're feeling very mm-hmm. grateful. We are. We, it's, like a, it's, a, it's a value that we always embody, but yes. especially this time of year. Yes. Um, I always think around Thanksgiving time, I think about being in college, mm-hmm. having that two-day week leading up to Thanksgiving at Ohio State, doing the Mirror Lake jump, which we don't talk about anymore. We don't. We don't talk about it anymore. That's that's over. But um, so fun. Yeah. And we're going home. We're going home for Thanksgiving. Yes, back home to the, the sunny beaches of Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. I am so excited. And, you know, Thanksgiving is just, for me, like... The preview before Christmas, which is the greatest time ever. And I'm so excited just to see all of our family and friends and see Hunter and just enjoy your boyfriend. Right. Who is, you know, a friend of the 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 writer of the theme song. (laughs) I don't know if we've mentioned that. I don't I literally don't think we have on an episode yet. Well, shout out Hunter. We love the theme song. Everyone else loves it as well. Um, so what what is new? What have you been up to? What did lately? we do this week? We saw Kristen Chenoweth for the uh, girls. For for the girls, for that the was ladies. The highlight of the week, if not the month. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, our queen. Oh, we also went to a friendsgiving. <laughs> we just got to jump. Yeah, yeah, two. yeah. Do you want to talk about the friendsgiving? Yeah, it was so that was fun. I guess that's in the theme of Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know the festivities. We brought we brought we brought goods can, that were recommended to us from friend of the pod, friend Blaine of the Krause, Krause, former guest, former guest. <laughs> he said you guys need to bring those Hawaiian rolls and sweet potato pie, and we brought both. And yes, God, they were a hit. So thank yeah. you, Blaine. Uh, and then okay, okay, and then we saw so the next night was Kristen. And she it, was amazing. This was our second time seeing her because we famously saw her the night after Trump was, and, or the night that he was elected. Elected, yeah. Dark in day. 2016. Dark. Very dark day. And she even referenced that night in this concert. I know. How crazy. But she is just everything. That was like the craziest night of day of my life. The, the day Trump was like, no, wait, well, we, we won't get into it. We won't get into it. But we saw Kristen Chenoweth that night. And yeah. I remember she made like a vague political statement. And then mm-hmm. Jason Robert Brown, yeah. who will come into this later, actually, in a way, um, he performed this song. He this debuted his song. new song, Hope, Hope, which I think he like pedals around New he, York. He does. He, pedals it. He, he wrote it that day and then brought it that, oh, to that show. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it's Kristen, so she's the best. You can just feel how genuine she is. We talk a lot about Ring of Keys moments, and I think she's one of mine. Yeah. She just, she can do anything, and we will support. Even her, you know, she's also the queen of Christmas. She does (laughs) lots of Christmas films, including The Twelve Men of Christmas. Yes. Legendary. Is that Hallmark or Lifetime? One of the two. One of the two. Yeah. She's so great. She said she's going to be in two coming out this year. Get that money. I know. There were so many celebs at mm-hmm. at this performance, but also in it. And it was for the girls. And she basically was lifting women up and performing songs by women um, that women have sent. You know, it was it one was of the so most good. powerful and positive nights ever. Shoshana Bean slayed. She slayed. Um, natural woman. Natural woman. Jessica Voss, Amanda Jane Cooper. Yeah, it was so great. Mario Cantone was there. Uh, uh-huh. 
Anyways, <laughs> it was a really great night. But you know, you mentioned Jason Robert Brown. I did. And our guest today, oh baby, has a very strong connection to Jason Robert Brown. Our guest. We're gonna bring her in. All right, Dylan. Our guest today is the golden-voiced and TBH golden-haired sweetheart of Broadway. She is part of Herstory and perhaps best known for her darling portrayal of Patrice in the iconic Broadway production of Jason Robert Brown's 13. She immediately starred opposite John Stamos, Gina Gershon, and Matt Doyle in the Broadway revival of Bye Bye Birdie a year later give or take. And she's also <laughs> appeared on TV shows, including 30 Rock and Private Practice. And she's a regular on the New York stage, appearing in concerts and productions, including the recent shows, The Evolution of Man, which we love, Enter Laughing, and Not Even the Good Things. Please welcome to drama, Allie Trim. Oh my gosh, that was the coolest introduction. Yeah. I'm like sweating listening to that. I'm like, oh my God. You're like, I did that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, well, welcome thanks. to I'm drama. So to be here. Oh my yes. god, you are so amazing. Thank you. This is this is a surreal moment for Connor and I. We have known. We have because we're, we're the same age in ways. Give her time. In ways, we're a year older, but <laughs> we, you know, we, so we, I just remember <laughs> jealously watching you make your Broadway debut, and then of course being by by Birdie, and we would like watch the. Broadway.com yes. videos and stuff and be like, wow, she's so lucky. Like, she's I, doing all I these know. things. I just remember your freckles and your red hair. Oh, my, my God. God. You know, I so look cute. back at those videos and I'm like, oh, my God. Someone needs to tell me to calm down. Like, oh. someone needs to. There's a video on YouTube. Oh, why am I even bringing this up? Because we're going to post the <laughs> link. And <laughs> we're... There's a video on YouTube of Delaney Morrow and I doing, like, a backstage tour of the theater. Of the I know James it well. Theater. Oh my God, I watched back that video and I'm just like, how did any adult work on this show with us and not like gouge our eyes out? How did any like normal pitched voice person deal with like our screaming and like chaotic energy? You know what's so funny? When I think about 13, I think about as a kid, I always was like, because it was it was all children, it was all yeah, teens, yeah. Mm-hmm. and in the in the, ba- in in the, the or, band, in the band too. too. And I remember hearing that and just assuming there were no adults in the theater. Like I was always <laughs> just like, I was just like, no, they're doing it all themselves. Isn't that this <laughs> like, like a, a weird playground. thing to put into the universe that I always thought. I remember but. learning about thirteen because we would go to like Borders or Barnes and Noble and like look through all the teen magazines, and there was like a spread about the show, and it was like the first ever all teen cast and all teen Ooh, band. Wow. We're being like, wow. What a time. Just very, a lot of jealousy, honestly, because we were, of course, young theater kids who were like, oh my God. Why isn't it me? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Before we get into the dish on 13 and everything else that you've done, because you are very accomplished, we need to ask you a pivotal question. That's right. Are you well? Am I well? I am well. Yes. Yes. I'm so well. I just got a cookie from Starbucks because I had a little time to kill my trains. They came earlier than I planned. Great. A Thanksgiving miracle. Yeah, a Thanksgiving miracle, truly. It's been a fun day. Yes. As cold as it is. I know. I, I know. Coat. I'm doing well. Good. Well, because you're a California girl. I am. Originally. I'm from San Diego, mm-hmm. and so the cold weather never quite... Uh, resonates with me. Mm-hmm. Quite meet me where I'm at, but I learned to adjust oh, that's and layer the, up. Oh my goodness! Well, it's here. It's upon us. Will you get to go home for Thanksgiving? I'm not going home for Thanksgiving. Okay, just because it's like that's so far. Mm-hmm. So far. I actually haven't been home for Thanksgiving since I moved to New York. I've always spent Thanksgiving, and I've been here for like five years now. So I've always spent Thanksgiving like with a friend or with 
yeah, always just with different friends on the East Coast. Aww. Yeah. Um, so that I can go home for Christmas. Of course. Is your whole family in California? Yeah, my brother is finishing up his college education in Alabama. Oh. Oh. Wild. Roll Tide. Living. Yeah. Roll, roll Tide. tide. <laughs> um, and then my sister is finishing high school and my parents are in San Diego. So they're all... Oh my god! Not in New York, and I miss them. Aw, did <laughs> so your brother much. ever meet the Bachelorette Hannah Brown? Actually, yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, literally, they filmed. <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed with the Bachelorette. They literally filmed a bunch of like press promo uh, shots on his campus, and so they all saw them filming that. And my like, jaw is so on the jealous. floor. I know. We oh we god. love her. I love the Bachelor the Bachelor Nation. I'm yeah, a huge fan. Um, I have like a group of girlfriends. Oh, I have a couple groups of friends that are like, we're all friends because of The Bachelor. Oh and like, God. that's what's brought us together. And like one of these days, I'm going to find a way to like integrate these yes. very separate friend <laughs> circles. But um, New York is such a crazy city, but like, I can always count on my Monday nights to get together mm-hmm. with my girls. Oh my it's god! So dumb, Have you watched for years and for years. the girls? For the girls? <laughs> yeah. That might be a theme. That might be a title of the episode. Um, <laughs> Have you watched for yeah as long I, as you can remember? I started watching when it was Allie's season as The Bachelorette. <gasps> Me too. That was my first I don't know season. How to say her last name. Allie, she's married. Allie Fedotowski. Fedotowski. What is oh, that? Which one was her last she? name? Mano. Now did I make that up? I made that up. I don't know. She's she's the one who married um, Roberto. Right? She ended up with Roberto. Okay. Yeah. And then no longer. No longer. But she looks like she's doing well now. She does. Good. She's cute. I know. Her babies are so Do you cute. have a favorite bachelorette over the years? Um I really loved Andy. Oh, yeah. I know. And a fellow New Yorker. Mm-hmm. She's Definitely. a legend. And I an author. Sally. Like, she mm-hmm. set the bar from the get-go, but honestly, I'm just going to keep watching. Oh, yeah. Wait, you know who I'm my fate, who I'm obsessed it. with? Who? Tyler from Hannah's season. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Is this controversial? No, I love him so much. I think he's so hot. I love him so much. A friend of mine is like working with him. No way. They're they're friends now because they're working together. Oh my God. She's like my best friend. And she's just like now best friends with him. And you know, his cute friend, Matt. Yes. Oh, I keep up with the Insta stories. Yes. So like my my best friend Haley was in one of those Insta stories (gasps) because that's how friendly they are now. Did she get a bunch of followers because the tag? No. It's all very on the DL. Oh, okay. They're so, you know, they're so like, oh. Of course. Secret friend now, but whatever. Like I get to, I'm freaking out over here. Because does he live in New, I know he like runs races. (laughs) He does. Running, like he runs like the mile or whatever it is. He does. <laughs> the number of like people in this city that I think have picked up running through Central Park just in the hopes. Mm-hmm. Of running into him. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I know, I know. He, I know he was spotted frequently at the Insomnia Cookies on the Upper West Side, but I think he moves downtown. He moved downtown or something. Like my, wow. my one of my coworkers is like was tracking him like they went to the run which i i would have gone to as well but i don't run but i would have run after him wouldn't you like, i would i know that would get me out of bed in the morning <laughs> he, he is the most popular non-lead of a bachelor franchise yeah. show he has the most followers out of anyone he who was never i know he, that'd he be was, fun he was just he seemed very genuine on the show and very like Sweet, and of course, mm-hmm. the body is right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's. A, I'm surprised he wasn't The Bachelor. Well, because he was allegedly dating 
one of the Hadids, Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid I know. I don't think anymore. I know. I know. I don't. Wait, do you think you connected to Ali Fedotowski because she's a fellow Ali? Oh, wait, me? Yeah. Oh my God, I would be so honored. Yes, from one Ali to the next, right? Yeah. Oh my, my God. My sister said she was gonna uh, like. My sister said she was going to put me on the bachelor. Like, what's the word? <gasps> uh, like, um, submit, submit you. Yeah, she was going to put in an application for me <gasps> to be on the bachelor. I was like, wait, would you? I feel like that would ruin all chances of being a credible actor. <laughs> yeah. Else. But I think that if I were on the bachelor, hypothetically speaking, I could totally be there for the wrong reasons, but make people think otherwise. Or yes. I would just capitalize on the fact that mm-hmm. I'm an actor in New York. Yeah, and then uh-huh. there, I would be the villain and then I would get all the screen time. Yes. You couldn't, I, 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 I want to believe you could be the villain, but I feel like you're the nicest person ever. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> now we're inside her brain and it's diabolical. Um, yep. Well, you could honestly be the bachelorette, which I know is another not one of the right reasons to like go on the show, but <laughs> clock the catchphrase. Well, but like, it's like the only reason though, really, that people go on. At this point, I feel right. like there was was a time before Instagram. Yeah, that it was really mm-hmm. honest. And now well, it's just, you know, because there's a guaranteed shot that you'll end up on Paradise. And yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I'm, I feel like years ago, there was always like, the, they're not here for the right reasons thing. I, th- I think I was on, this is my Bachelor craziness coming out. On Dez's season, I think they even sang a song that was like, right reasons, right reasons, something well, like that. Wait, was she the one that dated the guy that got tattooed here for the right reasons on his arm? I think you're yes. right. I yeah. think you're right. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But that now it's that, like, like... wrote songs on his guitar yes. and mm-hmm. he's so cringy. Oh my God. I don't oh. remember his name. Yeah. But... Wait, I think you're right. There was definitely that storyline somewhere. Oh, no. I could talk about The Bachelor for hours. I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh my God. Go we could have a whole separate podcast <laughs> just for that. Yeah, yeah. We literally could. That'll be bonus content for bonus. a future. <laughs> well, and I, what I was going to say was the... You know, the right reasons at this point, it's like, well, what's the wrong reason? Like, you know, at this point, we know what the show gives you. We know that you could find love. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess like the right reason could just be like you're trying to find love, but you know that it could also help you in other ways, too. I'm also just like very curious what all of these Instagram promoters are going to do in 30 years. A good point. Five years. Like if they're not working towards any different career right now. What what does that lead to? What does that yes. do for the world? That's but, tea. You know what, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I would probably do it too. I, I've <laughs> never thought about that. That's like, honestly what, a bleak. Like, at some point, you know, mm-hmm. blessed be the day, <laughs> uh-huh. Instagram will end. A dark, right? a, like, dark, a dark, 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 dark future. <laughs> it has to end at and some at point. At some point, mm-hmm. like social media will shift, and then yeah. all these people that their only form of mm-hmm. like career path income is going to be gone. And yeah. What, do you do? what talents do you have? What skills wow. do you have? Mm. Drama. Drama. That Truly. is drama. I mean, if I could peddle things on Instagram, I would. Me too. Oh yeah, I would. I would totally be an influencer, but <laughs> but I also have other dreams too. You know, other I mean, passions. Hey, also, like, no shame. If you can make yeah. it work. <laughs> I know, right? I envy you. you use Instagram for the right reasons, though. I try. Your covers of songs, like specifically. All I Ask oh by Ms. Adele Adkins. That's right. Okay. That I want the full version. Thanks. Does it exist out well, there? Well, yeah. There's that one was like a recent thing I sang. There's a video on YouTube of me singing it, but I don't okay. know why. It's just like really quiet. I don't know. Huh. I don't even know if I was the one that uploaded it or not. I okay. probably was, hmm. but it's very quiet. Like you got to turn your headphones all the way up okay. to even kind of hear it. Darn. I don't know how to fix that, but it's up there. Okay. And it, I sang it. Um, I don't know, like three years ago. So it's okay. a little bit old. 
but whatever i love it's okay it's so, so much. good that is like the magnum opus of that album oh, like that is the greatest oh my god it's and so your beautiful. voice i mean the things that you were able to do with a song <laughs> you know they always say like stay away from the divas like don't try and do whitney or don't try and do adele but you slay that you slay. Song. that's really nice Oh yes. <laughs> Wait, oh my god. I feel like I need to say this. I have been listening to you in my mm-hmm. ears recently because we were we were at a show and Max Crum. <gasps> oh my god. Yes. Max we want to get him on. We will get we want him. Yeah, he yeah. has to be on. The, you guys would have a blast really? in a room with him. He's one of my favorite people in the entire world. I kid you not, like <sighs> doing evolution of man with him. Mm-hmm was the best thing for my life. Just getting to work with <gasps> oh. him and meet him and become friends with him. He is like the brightest light and the most talented. Now, were you a fan guy. of him? I had no clue. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Max. I had no idea. He's humbled. He's humbled. This, this, of course, is Max. This is Max Crum, who won the reality show, Grease, You're the One That I Want. I have since yeah. gone back and watched videos oh, of him yes. on that because I was like, I need to know like and he was totally not anyone's expected choice out the gate to win yeah. that and be Danny. <laughs> Still looking back, you're like he was the craziest Danny that they ever could have chosen. Oh my god, I can but, only imagine oh. the drama he would have from like being on a reality TV oh. show for mm-hmm. theater. I, oh I yeah, oh, we loved him though. Oh yeah, we were we did. Like, oh, he's so fun. He's so cute. But so I you got to him. work with him, and we heard him sing. Um, it's only a first date. Yeah. And then oh my god. so we, oh my god. we went and we found your version, which and, is the 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 version. The his version. is like a bonus okay. track. Let me let me <laughs> let me put something on the record here. So that was my song in the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And um, we we got the news that we were going to be able to make a cast recording, which is so incredible. Like it's so rare that you get to do a new musical, let alone have the music like, right. live on forever as it as it was when you made it. So we were so so fortunate to get that opportunity. And Max one day just goes, "What if?" I sang only um, a first date. Oh. And, I, and I was like, I was like, ha, very funny. And he was like, no, I'm serious. Like, it's just like a good idea. Like, what if I mm-hmm. sang it? Like, in a guy's version, like a guy's key, but I like kept the pronouns the same. I think that's what we're gonna do. And he was trying to mess with me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ha ha, very funny. And he was <laughs> just kidding, I would never, I would never, I would never. And then the composer, Doug Cohen, overheard us and was like, that's actually a really great idea. Oh my god, no way. Max comes in on the day of the recording, swoops in, steals my song, and Aww. does like the best version of it because it's just kind of like this iconic. Um, it's great song. Oh my god! Already, the song. like as it is, the, the song is just so lovely, and to hear Max sing it from like his perspective mm-hmm. and like that angle of storytelling is so special and i was like it is so angry at him for stealing all my thunder <laughs> oh my god but listen your you're, what i here's my morning mm-hmm. routine i open up spotify i go i go to the evolution of man i go to that's only a first date your version add it to my queue and then i go to the max version i add it and then i go back and i add them each and each and i listen to them on repeat until i get to work or something because they're both so good (laughs) so special this this song like as someone who is dating and like navigate you know being in my mid-20s and like going on first dates and it really does capture a moment in time. It does. It really captures that little essence. I, I when I first heard the song, um, I joked that it was like Patrice grown up. And also the reason I yes. made that joke was because Dan Ellish was the book writer for Evolution of Man, and he was also the book writer for Thirteen. Oh my god! That's actually oh. how I 
like auditioned for Evolution of Man was because I ran into Dan and Doug on the street the day that I had gotten back to New York from Las Vegas. My hair was bright pink. I was going through a whole phase of my life. And like, We've all been I ran there, into you know? them and they were like, whoa, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. And they were like, want to come audition for our show? And I was like, sure. Oh. And they that's when I first heard the song. Like in the audition, they had me learn it and sing it. And it's just so... Oh, it is spot on it is spot on it's it's beautiful it's sad it's yeah there's hope in there too though because these are all these things that you want for yourself yeah. you know yeah. or with another person also, the way that you say frittata is like <laughs> it is like something that every time you i'm like oh my god like i just your voice is just amazing Wait, i know how do I say it? Like, you say frittata as opposed to frittata well, i we, guess we're from cleveland, cleveland so our a's might be a little bit more frittata. elevated i don't know frittata yeah i don't know that's so funny it's great i've never like analyzed so do you ever listen do you ever like listen to yourself is that uh, crazy is that weird like you on know? occasion yeah if i want to hear when i'm with max we mm-hmm. pretty much say okay everyone we're gonna listen to evolution man now <laughs> we force people to listen to us but it's um, so good yeah it's adorable it's so sweet so and where did that happen nostalgic i'll listen back to some old stuff Aww. yeah I'll listen back to things that i did when i was yeah. little but where, where did Evolution of Man happen? Like when? It was at the Cell Theater okay. on 23rd Street. Oh, it's like downtown. Last, like a year ago now. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sad I missed it. It was a short-lived, like it was a short run. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very silly. And, and now it'll live on forever, which is so cool. I know, it is really cool. Yeah, and it was fun too, because my character, like the part that I played in it, I played like five different women. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was a fun thing for me to get to play around with like, okay, how do I differentiate these women? How do I, yeah. you know, find a deeper meaning in this story about dating? Because, yeah. Did you wear, so did you wear a series of wigs? <clears throat> so originally wig, that wig. was the plan, <laughs> but the way that the show is written, it's like, so incredibly quick that mm-hmm. I, we didn't have time. Like there okay. was no time. It would be like I'm standing here, I spin, and I'm a new person. Okay, okay, gotcha. So super, super quick. But also we weren't on that like Laura Osnes Cinderella Broadway budget. Yes. So um, <laughs> our costume designer Zoe, she like built from scratch these incredible costumes that pretty much I would just like I would just like pull something off, or I would like put on glasses and yeah some costuming blows my mind mm-hmm. yeah that's was, so cool but we didn't have wigs in another in another <laughs> life in another run when it when it when it moves when it moves when to it new moves world Broadway, stages right. <laughs> yeah what do you think do you think it could like move on or i have no idea like yeah. I don't know what their plans are i think they obviously every um composer and every oh yeah every show creator they want their show to go on so mm-hmm. yeah so we'll see that's so cool i love that there's like that 13 connection to it as well it was so sweet it was very <clears throat> serendipitous like the um bumping into him on the street and then just that's like a true new york bizarre. moment yeah, that totally is i know that's okay nice. so so going back so you made your broadway debut at the age of 13 yes in 13 yes and how did that come into your yes, life? I actually general? don't know this. Uh, yeah. It was pretty crazy. So I had been doing theater professionally in San Diego since I was nine. So I, like, I got like a, a young start. I'm pretty sure like my parents were just like, you're so loud. We need some peace and quiet. We're going to like shove you in community theater and get some free babysitting. So but that turned into me being like, oh, I want to do this. And so I started doing it professionally and then I was um, seen in a couple of things by an agency in LA that come down and so they contacted me and they were like 
do you want an agent? And I was like, okay. Like, I had no idea. Sure. I was just like, okay. And that same week, they said, okay, do you want to come up to LA for this one-day audition for Jason Robert Brown's new musical called 13? And I was like, who? What? Yeah. Okay, like, <laughs> whatever. And so I went in, and it was pretty. It was a pretty crazy story because I had planned to sing this Christina Aguilera song. I couldn't even tell you, like, what it was at this point. Iconic, though. And, I'm yeah, shaking. Like, so... Who was I trying to be? And I, I get to this audition room, and I'm, like, sitting in the waiting room. I'm not even that nervous, because I just don't know what there is to be nervous mm-hmm. about. I just don't know what I'm doing. Right. And so I go in, and, like, minutes, mo- not even minutes, moments before I go in, I, like, had a change of heart. And I was like, I can't sing Christina Aguilera. I'm switching my song. I need to sing something that's right for me. And I go in, and they're like, I Did you have something prepared, though? Like, I had my book with okay, me, okay. With, like stuff that I would sing in voice lessons, you know. But I went in and I was like, "Hi, my name is Ali Trim, and I'm gonna be singing the Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog." Oh my god! <laughs> the whole table was like, "What?" Like you just saw their eyebrows like raise and their chins go back. And so I went into it, and also by Georgia Kermit, Stitt, yeah, by Kermit the Frog. Georgia Stitt, Jason's incredible wife mm-hmm. and composer of her own accord, she was playing piano for this audition. Okay. And so when I had gone over to her, I'm pretty sure I said something like, "This is my song, but like make it a little boppy, you know, like add a little jazz to it." <laughs> You know, there's that fearlessness when you're young. Fearless, you know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And and I think that that's what ended up helping me get this role is because I was saying whatever I wanted to say. And then they asked me to stay for the dance callback, which I did not know there was going to be one. So I didn't have dance clothes or shoes. Oh, my God. I did this dance callback barefoot in a dress with like Bermuda shorts underneath all I had so the shorts were like four inches longer than the dress it was a disaster and then they wanted us to freestyle and I couldn't dance oh my worst fear I did the robot for eight counts (laughs) while everyone else was like break dancing and doing pirouettes someone's like doing the worm in the corner that's legendary so and then they had me sing the end of what it means to be a friend like five times in a row and Jason kept saying okay that was good let's try it up a step Okay, that was good. Let's try it up another half step. I think mm-hmm. you can do it. Okay, let's try it up one more half step. So he just kept going higher and higher. Yeah, and higher, and he I'm knew. Just, like screaming at that point. Yeah. Um, and um, <laughs> and my voice is cracking. Like I'm getting tired. I'm thinking, oh my god, like they see it's all a facade. Like, <laughs> they see that I'm a flawed human. But I think there was um. You're right. Something about that like fearlessness as a mm-hmm. kid that you just don't even know what there yeah. is to be afraid of yet, and so you're not mm. afraid. Uh, that worked in my favor at that oh my time. Goodness. I was really lucky and I just didn't know. Like ignorance Ugh, is so bliss. Cool. I feel like that yeah. was like an encapsulation of this idea that like if you just go in yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, without any ideas of what you're supposed to be or what people are expecting of you people are drawn to that. Mm-hmm. That's so, great advice for life even. Yeah, you know? I have to try and go back to that a lot. Like I, I you know everybody struggles with mm-hmm. this but I spend a lot of my time these days like unlearning things that I've learned mm. and having to, you know, re, yeah. reteach myself just that kind of like child, I don't yeah. know, like that child energy of just going in from your heart instead of from your mind. Yeah, when do you Oof. think that changes? Like, do you think it's like when you're like in middle school mm. or like, I don't know, because I remember like that fearlessness as well. Like, yeah, totally. Like, I am going to do this. And then yeah, all of a sudden you're like shy yeah. maybe or like, Maybe someone pushed you down at some point. Yeah, I think at some point when you become self-aware, 
Yeah. Is when you start trying to manipulate who you are mm-hmm. because you're aware of how people perceive you. And like when you're a kid, you just are just there. You're yeah. just being. You're just having fun. Yeah. And so for me, that didn't hit until I got home back to San Diego after Bye Bye Birdie. Okay. And I was like, oh, like, this is my life? Like, yeah. who am I? And I had this whole identity crisis. and Because um, you were still, like, what, 14 or 15 at yeah, the time? Yeah, I, I think I turned either 15 or 16 during Bye Bye okay. I turned 15. Okay. I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't remember. Oh, my God. But I was, like, a sophomore <sighs> in high school. Mm-hmm. So whatever age that is. Okay, so, like, 15, 16, yeah. probably. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And, it, yeah, it was weird because doing 13 and Bye Bye Birdie it was like my world was resonating at this certain level mm-hmm. you know and it just it was awesome i'm so grateful it was so great oh yeah it was awesome but then to go back to like normal what which is not bad or down or anything it's right just normal felt like this massive dip like to my brain chemistry of course and to my heart and so i really really struggled to like keep myself you know motivated and to keep myself healthy just because mm-hmm. I had no idea who I was and I, I began to like strive for control over recreating that mm-hmm. kind of like high yeah being on Broadway yes and yeah I've, I've had to do a lot of unlearning wow in that kind of process of of your you know finding your identity mm-hmm. and finding your place in the world and all that Oh, it's such a journey. Yeah, yeah, and it's a great journey. You know, totally I've learned a lot, and I'm very grateful. Yes, because yeah. it's like the whole like idea of like making it on Broadway is something that most people don't experience until you know after maybe they're out of high school or something like that. Yeah, or like in your 40s. Like, yeah. Even yeah. so many yeah. in New York that are just like doing it, mm-hmm. and they're just like going and they're pursuing their dreams endlessly, and they have no concept of like. They're not gonna stop. They're just mm-hmm. gonna keep going yes. until whenever, until mm-hmm. they're until the life is over. Yeah. And I am very aware of the fact that I got so lucky as a kid mm-hmm. and that like now I'm having to like do the legwork that everyone must do. Yeah. yeah. Um and like put in the effort and put in the passion behind or put in the work ethic behind the passion, I guess. Right. So it's exciting and um it's just a bizarre perspective. Yeah. It's a weird timeline of events. It's like you've lived a few lives already, and then that you're, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that you were you were here. You did you did the Broadway. Mm-hmm. You left for a little bit, and you still wanted to come back and try it again. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I dropped out of college to come back and try it again. Like, oh my god. Oh, okay. Um, to be here and like. I don't know. It's been five years. I haven't been on Broadway again, and like, there's no part of me that's like wanting to leave. Yeah. Oh, every part of me is like, that's fine. Like, I'm here. Oh, I love that. Doing the legwork, you know. Yes. So it'll happen again. But in the meantime, you're still doing incredibly meaningful work and everything. One hundred percent. Doing. Yeah, I'm having a blast, and I'm meeting so many incredible people too. Mm -hmm. Like the like Max. Yes, like Max. We I love you, Max. Love, I hope he does too. Yeah, we're gonna I'll tweet just DM him. it to him and be like, "You don't know me, but we talk about you a lot on here in a good way." That's so funny. Well, you have great energy and you have the right outlook. I think. Like, who am I to say? But I really do feel good things for you. Truly, yeah. So, yeah. looking back at your experience with Thirteen, D- Dylan loves. 13. I just love it. I listen to your songs all the time. I, my oh, favorite yeah. song is like the cut song, "Being a Geek." <laughs> 
I don't know why I love it so much. It's so good. And my boyfriend was in 13 when he was younger. Uh-huh. And he he's like, Dylan, that song wasn't even like in the version that I did. Like, why do you like that song so much? And I was like, I don't know. I just, it's beautiful. It's Jason just song. is such a good storyteller too. But We had, um, if I remember correctly, we had that song in the show for one night in previews. And like the next day, like we spent that whole day of rehearsal choreographing, getting costumes, mm-hmm. like learning that song to do it one night. And then like we finished the song and that was the end of act one. And the audience was like, do we clap? Like, oh. Like it, it didn't work in the timeline of the show for okay. whatever reason. It like didn't land. So the very next day we come into the rehearsal and they're like, okay, some small changes. We're cutting being a geek, being a geek. We're cutting opportunity at the beginning of Act Two. We're cutting the intermission and we're narrowing it down to ninety minutes. Mm, okay, and which so is then, like that's like a famous story that it turned into yeah, like, and so one act. We just like shaved off half of the show, and um, the people that saw that one night, they got I, that oh my goodness. goodness, they were the only ones. Because you guys were at the St. James Theater, and it was like only like September to January or something like that. <laughs> so that year. short. Yeah, Aww. but it's like it is like one of those like things that people look back on and they're like, "Were you there? Like, did you see 13? <laughs> totally. I'm so sad we didn't get to see I know. it. We were I just have, home in Ohio. I yeah. have um a, other. I talk to a lot of people that when I meet them, they're like, "I was at the." All kids invited dress rehearsal. Oh, and we, cute! And I don't. I barely even remember this. Like my memories of this time are so mm. warped because mm. I was a kid, and I don't know. Like there was so much happening. Yeah. But um, I hear stories all the time of people that had come to the final dress rehearsal oh. where the entire audience was eighteen and under, and like. I wish I remembered that more clearly because I bet that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's so cool. That's kind of like what um, Jeremy O'Harris did with Slave mm-hmm. Play, where he had a blackout. Mm-hmm. Yes, at Slave Play. Yeah. Wow. And only yeah, and now he's doing a queer out for his like other. Do you know he wrote like another play that's like in Brooklyn and it's he wrote it under a pen name or something like. Oh my god, we're gonna go. We're see going. It this weirdly, yeah. we're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's fascinating. Cool. Yeah, but. Oh my god, I have so many things to ask about I, I, 13 all you, of a sudden. Yeah, go for it, yeah. Um, well, first of all, I just think what it means to be a friend Aww. is like truly legendary. Yeah. I, th- I listen to it all the time, and I also think the name Patrice is kind of iconic for a teen character. We need to talk about Patrice. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, who who, <laughs> who, who did that? Um, Patrice. <laughs> I obviously can't take credit for Patrice, but uh, we did in our beginning, because we were kids, we had like a lot of like character development homework, oh. like come up with the last name, come up with a favorite food, yada yada. Oh. And um, I named Patrice Patrice Parker. I, it's perfect. Okay, that's an yeah. iconic name. It's totally iconic. Yes. Introducing Archie, Patrice Parker. Aaron Simon Gross named himself Archie Walker. Uh, just an ironic joke because of the fact yeah. that he has crutches. Oh, and my God. The props, the props that we had, all of his little baby medicine bottles had his full, like, Archie Walker. Oh, that's cute. Oh, my God. That is attention to detail know, right there. I know, totally. <laughs> and it was, like, a really iconic cast, obviously. Graham Phillips. Yeah. Who was just in Little Mermaid Live, I like, know. singing again. Oh, and seven, so and seven seasons of The Good Wife. Yeah, no, he's you know. killing it. He's oh killing God. it. He was, like, consistently working and yeah. consistently fun. Mm-hmm. Riverdale. Yeah. Oh, oh he was mean. Like he was bad, bad on Riverdale. He was a bad boy. Mm-hmm. He was hot. <laughs> but he's great. Problematic for me. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um. <laughs> and then, of course, there's, you know, Ariana Grande was in there and Liz Classic. Gillies. Classic. Like, all these people. And it's like, you're all they working. Reunited. Did you see that video of them no. reuniting and singing? I guess when they were on Victorious, they did like a fun duet together um, singing... 
Samsung. Victoria Samsung. slipped she, through my radar for some I know. reason. Well, I'm, isn't it on Netflix? Right? It is. So I actually just. So you should go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I need to. I need to. Like, yeah, literally. Because I, I, Liz Gillies is, and I, that meme She's of so her in the red dress walking. Do you remember this meme? Oh my God, yeah. And I think that it is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's she she is like, you know those people that you meet and you're like, oh, you're like, fifty years old in your child body. Like you have been, you have seen things. You've been around. Oh, she had like, a past yeah. life. Yeah. She just totally has like all these past lives that have come to her, and now she's oh, my like goodness. this like diva queen energy. Oh yes, I love. Oh my god, oh, that's cute. They reunited. So, yeah, so they reunited okay. on her on Ariana in one of Ariana's concerts. Okay, okay. And to like sing this victorious oh, throwback, which is that's cute. So fun for the fans. That's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes, I mean it's just like all of the young people in that show. Like you everyone guys are all really working went off to like doing pretty crazy things. Mm-hmm. And everyone went to uh, super great universities. Or not ever. Like a lot of people. I love that. Continued their education at these like prestigious. Where did you end up going to school? Well, I went to Stanford. Okay, for a year prestigious and a half. yourself. Peace out, yeah. Oh my God. Gabriella Montez from High School Musical oh Three God. is shaking. <laughs> yes, that's so cool. But yeah, it was great. That's I, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. What was that like as kids going through tech, going through opening night, like having to go to work every night? Um, I remember it being really fun. Like it yeah. didn't really feel that crazy. We didn't spend. I I didn't do school the entire time okay. I was there. We were supposed to. We had school <laughs> tutoring hours. Okay. But I did not get any work done. Ever. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. And when I went back home after the show closed, there was no way that I could like jump back in with my public school system because mm-hmm. I was failing everything. <laughs> so I had to start over and like do yeah. it all from scratch. Aww. But um, it was just really fun. It was like, I never went to theater camp. I know so many people that oh, went yes. to French Woods or mm-hmm. um, Stage Door Manor. Yeah, so I never did that. But I look back and that's kind of like, I imagine that that's 13 felt like that and Bye Bye Birdie felt like that. I, I would have, that's what I would guess. Okay. Yeah. Theater camp was like, we were just like scream singing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dancing. And did, did did understudies go on a lot? Like as kids, um, like you. Sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Not not that often. Yeah, I mean sometimes. Well, Graham was double cast. Right, I remember reading with that. Corey Snide. Okay. Um. So they they had like a built-in schedule, but kids are resilient. That's they the thing. are, That's, aren't they? Yeah, kids are resilient. Your cords don't ever know damage. They just, they just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, I'm forever envious. I, I, like, I, if I tried to sing anything from that show consistently mm-hmm. now, I, oh, I don't yeah. even want to try. <laughs> I don't know how any of us did that. Mm-hmm. What was your, like, when you look back, like, what was, like, your favorite memory from that experience as a whole? Um, if you had to pick. I have this photo of uh, our first, like, opening night bow. And I look at that photo, and I can, like, really vividly remember that. Because I look insane in this picture. <laughs> like, I don't think it's possible to stretch Aww. your face any happier. And I'm just, like, holding hands with, like, Graham and Eric Nelson. And we're just, like, up in this, like, moment mm-hmm. of celebration for what we'd accomplished. And I think, like, getting to finally share it with uh, anybody was so like life-changing and special and i mean the creative process is really fun too because the um writers put a lot of value they really valued our voices Mm -hmm. and what we had to say as kids because they wanted the show to feel authentic so 
there were days that they would have us sit in a circle and like they would be like okay just talk amongst yourselves and we'd just be chatting like doing our thing and we would get script rewrites the next day and they would be putting in slang or like things that they would uh, hear us say into the script so the script ended up being very close to us because we felt very much that we had you know inspired parts of the Part Wait, of the story. I had no idea. That is so cool. Yeah, it was really, really, really special. The oh, way wow. that they trusted us and the way that they like allowed us to be present in the creation of the show was something that I'll always be grateful for and something that's shaped my interests in theater. Like I, I just love being part of new theater um and getting to see it evolve and getting to see the kind of like dramaturgical mm-hmm. side of how a story evolves and how a story is is shaped. Um, I think it's so rewarding to, to, I don't know, be there in those early stages and then see it finalized. It's very exciting. Oh, that is so cool. And that's like, yeah. and then what's cool is like Patrice and like everything like that's yours, you know, well, like, I mean, yeah. And even like Evolution of Man now, like you, your voice is like in that and people. It's really special. To that, it's you know? really, really rewarding. Like, I'm so grateful that I've had those opportunities because I know that that's not always the case and like that's not always something that people get the privilege to do so it's really really fun and I'm, that's I love that part of it oh my god yeah. okay so I do have another question this yes. is like not on the topic of 13 or maybe maybe it's around that age at era but okay so this is our, our ring of keys moment yes yeah. so in the musical fun home there's a scene and song called ring of keys in which young allison as seen on the tonys portrayed by sydney lucas where she has an absolute a moment of absolute identification in witnessing something for the first time so when it comes to being in the entertainment industry or theater do you feel like you have a ring of keys moment yeah um it's so basic but i i'm sure a lot of people can relate to Wicked being their mm-hmm. like theatrical awakening. Yes. Um, when I was probably like 11, I guess, I heard of, someone was like, do you know Wicked? And I was like, what? And they were like, it's a Broadway show. And I was like, what's Broadway? <laughs> and they were like, oh, we have to tell you. So someone introduced me to Wicked and I immediately was like, oh, I love this. What is this? Mm-hmm. And I got like that big, you know, that big plush like green book. Oh, the Grimmery. The Grimmery. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I had like torn the pages out so that I could put it all on my walls. Oh I was just my obsessed God. with it. And I went to go see um, the national tour and and Kendra Kassenbaum was my Glinda. <gasps> yes. And Stephanie J. Blanc oh, was my Elsa. So this was the first national this tour. This is the first national tour. Oh my God. And uh, naturally I was blown away and I, I, you know, just like jaw on the floor the entire show, like drooling probably. Yeah. Freaking out over yeah. how magnificent it was. And um, I, I staged it afterwards. I got photos with Kendra Kassenbaum. I was just so... I bought the popular, the pink popular Oh, shirt. yes. Iconic and, shirt. Um, I don't know how much time had passed, but I saw it a second time, like, later. It was still the same tour. Okay. Um, but it might have been, like, a year later. And I, I made a shirt <laughs> where I printed... Okay, first of all, oh, we had a Windows computer. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. So this is the, the era. We did as well. Uh, 2004. Yeah. But I had a Windows computer, and I went on, you know, Microsoft Word, and I uploaded all of the Google Images, wicked pictures I could find, and I made a collage. And oh. then I printed it, and I had it 
printed on the back of my t-shirt. Oh my god. In front of my t-shirt, I printed the photo from the stage door of me, Kendra Kassenbaum, my friend, and and the actor playing Bach at the time. Oh my god. And then I bedazzled this shirt with yes, pink she did. and green rhinestones. Yes. I spent hours on this shirt, you guys. The house of Darion is shaking. <laughs> I, I was a, I was the costume designer in the making. Yes. And so I go to see the show and I'm so excited because I want to show Kendra Kassenbaum oh, yeah. my shirt. And we waited. It was a Sunday matinee. It was their last show of the week. Mm-hmm. I made my parents wait out that door for six hours. <gasps> no. Six hours. And like other actors from the ensemble like left and then came back. And when they came back, they were like, oh my God, are you guys still here for, for autographs? And I was like, yeah, we're just waiting for Glinda. And I like showed my t-shirt mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, they're having like a barbecue. We're going to go get them. So they went backstage or whatever yeah. and brought Kendra out or, you know, yeah. she comes out and she's so nice. And she's just like, oh, I had no idea you were waiting mm-hmm. here. Let me make it up to you. Let me come and bring you backstage and Galindify you. Yes. And she brings my friend Hannah and I backstage. She shows us all of the tricks. We see her costumes. We we hold the rhinestone wand. Oh, yes. She puts glitter makeup on us. And it was just oh. this life-changing moment for me. Oh, I can I imagine. seeing Broadway caliber theater behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Oh. And I was seeing, you know... Broadway actors and actresses Mm -hmm. be humans and be so gracious and so kind. And I just was like, this is it. Like, this is... Yes. The ring of keys. This is the dream. And um, that was... That totally, like, inspired me for for, for forever. That has always been my, like... That's so great. And then uh, my, like, coolest career moments that I'm so proud of, as small as they were, I did a reading... Um, of um, of a Scott Allen musical. Okay. Yeah, Kendrick, I know some of his songs. Yeah, oh, I love Scott Allen. Yeah. So sweet. Where Kendra Kassenbaum was playing the adult version of the same character I was playing. Wow. So I got to work with her. And it was just this like full circle, like, oh my God, you have no idea yeah. how important you are to me. And she was like, oh, that's nice. Like, she just was so. Yeah. You know, it didn't. She's just so normal. Yeah. And then I got to do a concert performance of Parade, okay. uh, where Stephanie J. Block was playing the the lead in that. So I oh, got to work wow. with her as well. Oh, my God. And to be able to, like, I don't know, look back on my 11-year-old, however old I was, mm-hmm. self, and know that I, like, got to share a stage with these same women was... It's just like the cool, like I could end my career now. That, that the is crazy. Thing this I episode is for that. the girls. This is for the girls. So, no, that is, I love that's it. incredible. We yeah. loved that tour because we never got to see them on tour. We eventually yeah. saw Kendra on Broadway when she went back and she did it with the the London alphabet Carrie Ellis many, oh many years later. And Aaron Tveit. And Aaron Tveit, my, my baby daddy. Oh my Anyways, um, but <laughs> that tour, like I just remember like, scrounging any picture I could online of that and you know obviously like the bootlegs of Kendra doing popular all over YouTube just like yeah I remember writing her a fan letter yeah we did and telling her we've never seen you in the show but But we we love love you you. and like (laughs) that's so sweet she wrote she responded Mm -hmm. she like sent back like a glossy image of her as Glinda and (gasps) totally Uh isn't that wild so cool wait I can't believe that she Glindified you though yeah it was the coolest moment of my whole life oh yes understandably you know I just can't imagine anything cooler and I can't imagine like a job 
much cooler than that too where you can have that massive mm. impact on oh yeah the, on the audience yes. that's coming to see you it's just so special oh my god like, i want you to play glinda so awesome. i would love to play glinda oh my god i feel like you could belt alphabet though yeah but that would be a lot of work yeah <laughs> you think, talk about True. like a tired voice like i can't imagine <laughs> like so an alphabet i can't believe they still have eight show alphabets and Glinda's, honestly, to this I day. I have so much respect. Oh, Mary yeah. Morrissey. Oh, she's amazing. We saw her on tour. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. She just finished her tour, and now Talia Soskauer is on yes. tour. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how these gals are swinging it. It's so I know. Hard. What they're doing is so hard. I know. I feel like it would be hard to have a life outside of playing no. one of them. I did a show in Las Vegas last year where I was playing mm-hmm. like a pretty vocally demanding part. I do not think it's nearly as demanding as Alphaba, but uh, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Okay. And I had literally no life. Like, I woke up, I drank as many gallons of water as I could, and then I, like, did the show, and that was it. Yeah. And this was the Baz Luhrmann... Yeah. What would you call it? Was like an like a show, like a musical extravaganza? I think they called it, like, a musical mashup. Okay. So what was the music that, that you were singing? It was singing all um, like pop music that we know and love that Baz Luhrmann used in his films of The Great Gatsby, Moulin Rouge. Oh. Um, all the hits. All the hits. That's awesome. So were you playing characters from those movies? Yeah. So I was, we were, it was very much an ensemble piece. Okay. But I was playing Daisy Buchanan and then Gatsby, ensemble. Right. So okay. like we all did every part. Oh, wow. But as far as like the storytelling moments of the show, I was playing Daisy from The Great Gatsby. It was so as as portrayed by so. Carrie Mulligan in the movie, right? Yeah, was that version? Okay, okay, yeah. 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 Oh my so, god! So you obviously wore a wig. Yeah, we are obsessed with wigs. Bob, <laughs> That's so yeah. fun. Was this in like one of like the Vegas like residency theaters or something? Yeah, like that? it was in the Venetian Hotel, oh my. In the Palazzo Theater. How it cool! Great. It was so cool. Yeah, it was the hardest thing I have ever done um, because the music was very difficult to sing, and the weather in Vegas is very unforgiving for singers. Okay. It was like zero humidity the majority Ooh. of the time and like 110 degree weather people who like are vegas locals mm-hmm. just have these cords of steel because they've like <laughs> built this resilience oh i can imagine yeah, yeah i i don't know how they do it like it's just very very hard to adjust did you get to enjoy vegas at all or? Um, towards the end i did okay i feel like the first the majority of the time i was there i was pretty focused on just doing a good job on this show because the show is so magnificent and the shoes that I was I was it was my first time replacing um anyone as well. Oh, okay, cool. So it was my first time stepping into a cast that has already been mm. doing it. They're already gelled. They all know each other. So I felt very much like I want to do this justice. Mm-hmm. Like the women that have been in this track before me are so incredible and so inspiring and they're like the type of singers that you listen to and you're like how is that even oh humanly possible um like joanna jones and ruby lewis um I, I amazing just, Hoagland, i just watched these videos and i'm like oh, oh, what do? <laughs> but then you did it I, well yeah i i look back again it's like one of those things mm-hmm. where i look back and i think like wow that was really fun. And like I I was neurotic and crazy the entire time <laughs> because I was so stressed that I like missed out on some of the joys of it. Sure. But I do look back and I miss it and I think like, "Oh, 
I was like, yeah. I was cool. Like I overcame these things. I like danced. I like did things that I didn't think I could do. So yeah, it was very cool. It was like in Vegas, little, it was like a step into my adulthood. I think because I hadn't done a like a, a long run of something since I was a teenager as mm-hmm. well. So there's something about like I don't know, like being in an adult body instead of a kid body and like doing. Mm-hmm six months of a show yeah oh was, interesting it was like my first time doing that even 13 was only a few months bye bye birdie mm-hmm. was only a few months so yeah bye bye birdie new, yeah it was a new thing for me oh last God. thing about vegas real quick uh-huh. my boyfriend's uncle was a chippendale dancer for a long long time did you ever go see the chippendales i, I did oh my god you probably saw him <laughs> nate minor he was there i'm oh like gosh. yeah he just he retired like maybe like last summer or something like that. Wow. He was the bad boy of the Chippendales. See, my my show of choice was uh was Aussie Heat. Aussie, oh, Aussie Australian dancers. Is that Wait, like similar I to Chippendales? It. But it's I, like I guess okay. Are they all kind of the same? I don't. I, we need to go to Vegas. That is know. like something that I've I want to see Aussie Heat. Yeah, yeah. And Gaga. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Celine, Celine, and now Kelly Clarkson is going to be doing like a very brief. It's like a a shorter residency, which she's and amazing. Gwen Stefani is also. Mm-hmm. That's just the place to people go, love, I guess. Yeah, people live their best lives in Vegas. They do. <laughs> um, okay, wait, really quick. We have to go back to Bye Bye Birdie for one second. Okay. That because that was also something I definitely knew you from. Yes. Oh my god, and I remember because we were like such Spring Awakening fans. Mm-hmm. So Matt Doyle. You know Doyle. where this is going. <laughs> We were like obsessed that you got to play opposite Matt Doyle. He was the best. Oh my god. Yeah, he is the best. I just adore him. Um, he was great to to work with. I was pretty young like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah there was quite an age gap there probably between yeah like that. i think i mean i don't remember how old everybody was but i do remember there being like a 10 year age like oh my god years, yeah there was like a, a notable age yeah gap. and um i remember a lot of the reviews i was so like i was so torn up because all the reviews were like she's prepubescent and why is she playing this oh, like sexy oh. role which like fair you know uh, I was 14 yeah. <laughs> but you but, like, slayed uh, one boy I just remember this video of one boy that uh, yeah in, you're oh right I God. feel like it was I'm seeing it now it was outdoors there was some oh, yeah, sort Broadway, of yeah, Broadway. could I that have been it a, a bedaz- <laughs> okay I went through a bedazzling I can phase. tell I bedazzled <laughs> my own headband for that concert oh my god rhinestones on my head what yeah, because I guess Kim Kim is her name, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't her her journey is kind of coming into her own womanhood, yeah, it's like, yeah. like a yeah c- coming of age. Yeah, um, honestly, shame on reviewers for commenting on that though. Of all I things, know. like that come is rude. on, that's not like your you were problem. a kid, but like I know. Also, this was like peak age of like. Um, we didn't have Instagram yet, but we had like Broadway World message boards. And yes. Two comments, and it was like the beginning of a time of anonymous uh, talking. C- cyber, <laughs> do whatever. You, do you yeah. remember Broadway Secrets? That it was like a forum that they would people would anonymously post these like bizarre rumors this. about people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was we talked about this at, it recently. Yeah. That like. Oh. I know. Thank God that's over. Think, well, I mean, in some ways. No, we just have Twitter and. Yeah. Now people just say what they're. They just say whatever they want. That's true. So is it better or is it worse? I don't know. I think it's better. You can make you can make your judgments. Yeah. Control a little bit more what you let in. Absolutely. But um, also now that I'm older and wiser, I don't spend all my time like googling like Ali Trim sucks. Like I went through a phase. You did. But there's no way that anybody could have said that. Well. That is. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah. 
Because yeah. you're unbelievable. Oh my god! I would have done the same yes. thing at 14, though. But at 14, you, know? you like mm-hmm. as soon as you discover that there's a world where people don't say nice things about you, mm-hmm. all you want to know is what people are saying. That is part of what I had to unlearn. There you go. Going back into normal life, being like, oh yeah, like life doesn't revolve around how I'm perceived. Yeah. And that's a tough thing. Wow. I can only imagine what like you know. Like a real, you know, like Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. You know, RuPaul always says, what other people think about me is none of my business. I love that. Mm -hmm. And I always think about that. I'm like, wow, that's true. Mm It doesn't matter what they think about me. That's their opinion. That's their, that's their thought. I'm just got to do me. Got to do my thing. Even though I want to know all the time. I want to (laughs) know. Wait, okay. So we are. You're going to laugh at it too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You do have to laugh. Because you can then own it in a way that you're like, oh yeah, I guess like whatever. But it takes, takes a lot of unlearning and maybe then learning again. Yeah. New new sort of way. I just had this vivid memory of a stage door moment during Bye Bye Birdie where I was going out to sign autographs and this like older gentleman came up to me and like handed me his program and a sharpie and he I, I, he looks me dead in the eye and he goes well you're no Anne margaret oh so no can you sign this give me a break and i was like who's Anne margaret like, <laughs> yeah I, right I mean, <laughs> what if what you're like you're like you're like i don't know her <laughs> yeah. sorry if, to this Anne margaret yeah. what a thing to say to a young girl <laughs> yeah so maybe people have been up front all along. Maybe. Like, a whole distraction. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wait, and also, last thing I'll say about Bye Bye Birdie, um, Nolan Gerard Funk is so hot. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> I feel like every episode, I just, like, talk to our guests about their hot friends. I'm like, can you fix me up with this person? Okay, Wait, do you have any single okay. friends I'm you can hook gonna, me up with? So I'm going to do a little... Okay. Little off, off pod. Off, off pod. We'll, but you we'll also talk. Like we'll talk. Stamos and that. Were you a full house person? Yeah, I loved oh my God. full house. Was I he loved... the nicest guy? He was so awesome. Yeah. yeah. He was so present with everybody, too. Like, you would think that if you're that level yeah. famous, you, like, have to protect yourself. But no. No, he was just super down to earth and friendly and generous. He was Uncle great. Jesse. Uncle Jesse. Aww. And Gina Gershon. Gershon. Gershon, uh, I think. A legend. Also a Riverdale alumna. Also booked on Riverdale. Uh-huh. She was Riverdale. she was on Riverdale last season. Yeah, she's um, Cole Sprouse's dad. Or, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she famously, problematically played Cole Sprouse's father. No, I'm no. kidding. She plays... Cole Sprouse's mother, wow. who's like a drug drug lord, drug lord like badass gang though. leader. Yeah, wait, that's fun. Honestly, really that's fun. That's a fun role for her. You'll be on Riverdale at some point. We'll see. Yeah, honestly, we'll see. <laughs> or the spinoff okay, that they're Graham doing. To put in a good word. Yeah, for me. yeah. There you go. You know, there as, you go. I, as we're talking, this we can maybe cut this, but I don't know. I'm getting like Rachel McAdams vibes. I see you in the Notebook. I see you as Allie. Uh, Allie. <laughs> oh, Allie. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe that's I, why. That's the nicest compliment. You know, usually I get Molly Ringwald, which is, okay, it's, okay. it's a harder pill to swallow, but I see it. Okay, Molly Ringwald also on <laughs> Riverdale. Also Riverdale. Oh my God. I know, I know. <laughs> is it psycho that we keep bringing up all the Riverdale references because we clearly watch it? I've never even watched it. Yeah. Watched it. It's okay. That's we okay. get the worst. Because there's only so many redheaded celebrities out there that we get the worst ones. Yeah, Dylan, who like, do you get? Who do I- well, I, I usually will get like James Corden, which I think he is that's amazing. Awesome. Like he is something yeah. to strive like. But yeah. I mean Ed Sheeran, which is Ed like Sheeran. you know voice wise that'd be great. But like I know when I was just, I used to be a substitute teacher, um, and the, the kids always used to tell me that I wonder if any of them are listening to this. They used no. to tell me, and they're not, they're, they're not. not that I was I looked like Ed Sheeran. Do you wow. see that at all? I think it's just like don't redhead. Like exactly. Redhead. Don't see it. Thank you. That's I, that's yeah. a, that's a nice. You're a real one. Right? Okay. Anyway, 
we're so we're wrapping up here sadly i feel like time has flown by so I know, quickly i know oh so God. we like to end with a little dose of drama mm-hmm. so this is your chance to end on we a, haven't already thrown in that i know i know <laughs> drama yes mm-hmm. so we'll end on a dramatic note and we like to share the drama in our hearts whether it is i don't know a long lost friend who recently reached out or maybe an awards show snub that you're still sitting on maybe breaking broadway or world news something that you're just looking forward to it could be really anything are you feeling dramatic today what is your dose of drama um the only thing that like really comes to the forefront of my mind is i went to a dance callback yesterday fun and i'm just real not a dancer okay okay i'm a i'm a step toucher at best but (laughs) in this show in vegas one of the things that i did that i didn't think i could do was a cartwheel into a split (gasps) oh my god doing this dance callback yesterday felt easy breezy because it's the only dance callback i've gone to since the one for the show in vegas okay and that dance callback out of nowhere they were like come in heels and make sure you do a cartwheel into a split Mm. like we had no time to prep they just made us do it and um and I'm sore. I'm very sore today from this like eight oh. bar dance audition yesterday because oh, oh my god! In it. But it made me remember that when I was in Vegas, I didn't know like we wore laducas, we wore like fancy yes. shoes because we're like fancy dancers in Vegas, I guess. And I didn't know like I just thought your feet were supposed to hurt because that seems obvious to me. Mm-hmm. So for the full run of this show. Or for the first four months out of it that I did, I'm in like, you know, terrible, debilitating pain because my feet hurt so badly from oh. dancing in the heels that I was wearing. And I finally went to a physical therapist and he looked at my ankles and he legitimately asked me if I was pregnant because <gasps> my ankles were so swollen. And oh my I was God. Like, Do I look right? <laughs> and he was like, no. And I was like, yeah, so what's the issue, sir? Yeah. What's the issue? What's the issue? And he was telling me that my literal phalanges, like my bones, were moving oh because my of my shoes. And I and I came to find out that I was wearing shoes that were two sizes too small. Oh no. And I just thought that that level of pain was normal and what everyone was going on. And the next like week when I finally got my new pair of shoes in, I had zero pain. Like all of the of pain course. went away. God. But um thank goodness. That is drama. It, it was drama and going to this dance call yesterday just like really triggered that for me. Oh. <laughs> really brought that pain right back to the forefront of my mind. Um and I'm grateful that I no longer wear size five Leducas. Yes. <laughs> that reminds me of in Ice Princess when Kim Cattrall gives Michelle Trachtenberg the brand new skates for yes. the competition. <gasps> and then she... Get mm-hmm, yes. Oh my God. A tragedy. Mm-hmm. That was heartbreaking. I'm going to have to go back and watch I know. Let's... Do you have it? It's on there. No, oh my God. We don't either. We don't either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, share your login with me and we'll... Okay, okay anyway. <laughs> that is drama. That is such drama. Mm-hmm. Dylan, any dose? What's your I, dose of drama? You might also, like, in a way, fitness related. Uh-huh. I have been... Connor famously works at a cycling studio here in New York. as his that. side hustle. Love that. And... And I um, get to go whenever I'd like for free as his guest. And I have gotten so into it. And it is something that I'm very proud of for myself that, you know, I body image and issues is something that I've struggled with since, you know, kind of like that when you learn something like as a kid and that you have to learn to unlearn, like you have to 
unlearn it eventually. And I just love the way that I feel when I finish a cycling class. And today I had an amazing one. I got up and it was at 7.30 in the morning. My work day doesn't start until 10. So I was like, you know, getting a full day ahead. Um, and I just feel so good. And it has been a great day because I think that I just got up and I went for it. And I'm proud of myself. This is my 18th week in a row that I have gone multiple. Like I go two to oh three times gosh. a week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Come on, so I am awesome. patting myself on the back for that. And there's the drama mm-hmm. is that, you know, drama you know sometimes, sometimes <laughs> maybe sometimes it doesn't matter like if you're seeing results or not it's like mm-hmm. more the if you exactly get it, you know? exactly plus you're committing to it like mm-hmm. that is so powerful because you build this conviction because you're reshaping your yes. thoughts about whatever it is exercise mm-hmm. or self-image or whatever you're reshaping your entire belief system yeah by like actively doing it every day. That's so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, Connor, finish us strong with okay. some drama. Okay, I actually came in today with some drama, but I just, I've changed my mind based on our conversation. <laughs> I'm not going to go with it anymore. But I'm feeling dramatic today for one reason alone, and it's because Tyler C. from <gasps> Hannah Season The Bachelorette I, you've lived in New York for a while now, and I've still yet to run into you. I've DM'd you, and you've still never <laughs> reached out. Tyler, come on, Tyler. But yeah, I'm feeling dramatic because I, I, I don't know. I feel like we would really connect. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. You absolutely no, that's would. It. That's he seems it. Like a great guy. But honestly, that's it. It's been a great day. This has been a great conversation. Allie, thank yes. you so much for hanging out. You're yes. you're wonderful. Thank you. I feel the same way. Likewise. Uh, us, us redheads got to stick together oh out my here. That's it's right. Against the world. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to all of our dramatics and everyone out yes. there in the world. Just this through this next week and. Okay, so follow Allie yes, on social media. It's at Allie Trim. Easy. With two Easy. M's. Mm-hmm. Um, and follow at The Drama Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And follow me at Connor McDowell. And follow me at Dylan McDowell. And until next time, Drama! drama.